0: Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G. And on the other line with me is the jolly one of the group, good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing?
1: Thank you very much for that wholehearted introduction. They call you to take Chris for a reason. (laughs) So how you doing, man? It's, I'm all right.
0: It's a nice Tuesday night. We're sitting back and recording this episode, and it's 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 a nice night. I'm 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 kind of just chilling today. Ain't bad. Ain't no. I I've been getting in a little bit of um my PlayStation plays these past few days, and I've been playing some Elder Scrolls online and boy am I leveling up now that I figured out how to really level up properly
1: without getting my ass kicked <laughs> well that's the, that's the give and take of these games I mean you're going to get in there and you're going to get your head kicked in originally
0: I gonna, dude I still haven't beaten that one witch woman that I told you about about a, a month ago I jumped back on a few days ago and walked through this temple um, not even <coughs> re- remembering that um that I had gotten my ass kicked and that was the reason I turned the game off for a while. <laughs> Cause I just couldn't beat this woman. And um, I'm just going through this temple totally oblivious. I'm like, Oh, I was like, I was like, Oh, this temple's pretty easy. Bah, hit you with my spell, bah, hit you with my spell. And then I get all the way down to the end. And this woman's like, Oh, you think you can beat me? And as soon as I hit the the stairs, And I looked down and I was like, I remember this. I was like, I'm about to get my ass handed to me. And Jordan is sitting right next to me. And he's like, he's like, oh, I remember this. He's like, have fun. I was like, what do you mean, have fun? (laughs) (laughs) So I go down there and I, I start fighting this woman in the game. And this woman, she she is so unfair. It's like I need like a crew of like six or seven people to fight this woman, right? So I go down there and she summons up these like lava monsters and these rock monsters out of the ground. She just goes, rah, and they chase you around the board. So you have to defeat these things chasing you around the board. And you also have to hit this woman while she's doing it, too, because you can beat these two little beings that's following you easily. But as soon as you beat them, you better go after her because in about 30 seconds, she's going to summon them right back up to start following your butt again. <laughs> and let me just say that I'd never made it past the first like killings of these, of both of those monsters following me around. And yeah, it, it just made me mad. I tried like four or five times, gave up, logged out of the game went back in so it'll get me out of that temple level and i just went to go and find some other like missions that i can do to level up my character and i'm I'm doing it and she better be ready for when i go back there because i'm gonna fuck her up tune <laughs> <laughs> in next week when he goes son of a bitch <laughs> oh it's not gonna be next week i i got i got a few more levels i I've been able to level up from level 10 to level 17 so far. And I saw a guy beating this woman by himself, and he was a level 35 or 40. So I have a while, but I'm I'm going to be bulking up like freaking crazy. And when I go down there, it's going to be two-shot Hardy all up in there. I'm just going to be bop, and
1: just kill her. <laughs> Famous last
0: words, I think. I know for real, <laughs> but uh, but yeah that that's me i've been I've been on the good old p s five um I actually got asked by one of my friends recently um that they want a second p s five in their house. greedy <laughs> greedy motherfucker it's not they're they're not being greedy the um I guess the the child and the father are not agreeing on games back and forth, and they have to share the one PS5 that's in the house. Greedy. <laughs> you don't know his work schedule.
1: <laughs> I don't care. That's ridiculous.
0: So, uh, so yeah, he... Um, they they want a second one inside of the house, and I helped them get their first one. I actually um, ordered it for them, and they came by and picked it up. But um, I'm helping them try to score a second one. To no luck so far. Yeah,
1: I was going to ask, are we still in that? Because we were out of that zone for a minute.
0: Yeah, um, we're 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 definitely in that zone, um, and. Uh jesus um, it's it, i mean it's it's hard it's hard out there, and I mean I'm glad I'm not struggling to get one because I mean selfishly I got myself one and then I started helping everybody else get theirs, but I'm not going to talk about how I got mine I got lucky
1: right <laughs> well, I mean, and that's that's kind of what it is i mean i'm i was I was walking around yesterday and I realized I'm coming up on the Year anniversary of when I was able to get my pre order in. I don't know exactly when it was. I feel like it was it was in September, but I don't know. Really? And I I guess I could go back and I guess I could look through my email and find it. But oh, yeah, because I didn't because is- I didn't get on. It was it was a Saturday. I know that much. Yes. But other than, I mean, you know, I mean, if you have, if you hear dead air during this podcast, that's what I'm doing because now I'm curious but. <laughs> as to when when you found it. But yeah, because I I remember I had to get up early on a Saturday. Yeah, well, it was me and you. I think yeah. we, we me
0: and you both um, uh, and we we got on got online and. We we're both trying to score one for you. And I think me, and you actually both had, I, I, I'm still holding on to me and you had the same one inside of our cart <laughs> and, and you checked and you ended up checking out with it because I had one in that cart. I was like, are you sure? I was like, I, 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 ha- I can click the checkout button. You're like, no, I got it. I got it. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah, no, that's accurate. That's-
0: <laughs> I remember. That was funny. But, yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry for anyone out there that's still having no luck getting the um, the good old um, PlayStations out there. Um, I do want to um, do a little bit of homework. I'm not sure when this episode is going out that we're doing. But um, we're recording this on September 28th, everybody. And in about... One week, the new Pokemon movie is actually coming out um, on Netflix. It's actually going to be available on Netflix. And me and you are going to, we, we've we agreed to sit down and review this movie. And we're actually going to have it kind of jump the line a little bit in the black and white. But, I mean, if you're listening to this now, I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure you're, all, you've already heard it, but we haven't recorded it yet. I'm kind. I'm kind of stoked because I watched the Japanese version, Doug.
1: Yeah, because you just couldn't wait a couple weeks,
0: <laughs> dude. It was staring me in the face. Yeah, to... yeah, that's that's <laughs> rede- that,
1: that, that holds no water.
0: <laughs> it, it it holds a lot of water if you watch the movie. Ba-bum. But um, but yeah, the movie is called Pokemon the Movie Secrets of the Jungle. Pokemon Go is actually having a little event that's that's gonna be going on revolving around this movie to where you can get Zerud in your Pokemon Go game. Um you're you're also um yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get I can't I can't I can't really go too much into it, because if I go too much into it, I'm, I'm going to be giving out spoilers if you haven't listened to it yet. So I can't I can't do that. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I can't wait to talk about it. Um, very beautiful movie. Um, the scenery is amazing, which is really what made me want to review the movie even more. But yeah, you guys are getting an early movie. This this year, so I'm not sure, Doug. I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to be in the mood to do a, a, a an end of the year movie around Christmas time, unless unless I get talked into it. But I'm not I'm not sure how I'm going to be feeling about going right back and doing another movie <laughs> in in about a month or two down the line.
1: Well, it would be about yeah, it'd be about two months. I mean, it de- it really depends. I mean. Because the one that we were discussing is only like an hour, so it's not like it's actually you know, yes, so I don't think it would be I don't think it's gonna break anybody's back I mean that is
0: that is true, um, because we do we 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 were talking about a specific one, and I'm not sure like I said, I'm not sure when this episode um I haven't done my homework yet because we we have such a huge backlog. Um, to the point where we've actually already recorded the episode after this one uh, peek behind the curtain. But, um, yeah, we have such a huge backlog. I'm not sure when this episode is actually dropping, but there's a good chance that this episode is dropping. And probably in a few weeks, you're going to get a movie, Um, depending on um, how me and Doug are are feeling. If we're feeling
1: antsy, Doug, are you feeling antsy, man? I tend not to. I mean, <laughs> it was 925. So, um, yeah, I've, I've passed the anniversary. Oh, OK. I, I found it. I, oh, I, you did. I've been looking. I was about to cuss. I was like, motherfucker, I can see the order number. But I don't have the original thanks for your order email. But then I found it. <laughs> there you go, Doug. I was like, Son of a bitch. But yeah, so it was nine twenty-five. So I'm, I am a little past the. So I was probably thinking about it on the year anniversary without realizing it, because yeah. today's the twenty-eighth. Yeah, then I was. So, so yeah, there you go. All
0: right. And uh, good night,
1: everybody. Oh no, we still got to do the
0: show. Oh yeah, we still got to do the show. This oh. is and 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 you're getting a little bit more talking in this episode because the episode we're about to do today, holiday hijinks, is actually a pretty straightforward episode um even going kind of scene by scene in this episode um you can paraphrase the mess out of this episode and still basically be done with it in about maybe like 15 minutes like there's there's really not much in this episode which i'm i'm guessing is the reason they weren't in a huge rush on putting this episode back out because nothing really happens and again we're going back in time in this episode so I don't know it's it's a, it's a little
1: weird. It's I about a weird. had a, I had, about had a mini stroke. I got the pop up saying your computer will restart out of you know outside of you know active hours. I said <laughs> don't you do it cuz then I was like there's no way the battery's low but it's one of those hey there's an update that could be pushed.
0: I oh so yeah you you you're, you probably got the update that um I just finished updating on my computer Um, Right before we were getting ready to record. It's possible. So. But yeah, today's episode is Holiday Hijinx, or translated from Japanese, Rujula's Christmas, which I'm guessing is Jinx's name in Japanese. This episode was released October 5th, 1998, and here in the States, December 11th. 1999 so literally wrapping up um the winter with um this week and next week's episodes um for the Christmas holiday before coming back um a couple months later Doug
1: yeah and you know it kind of got um kind of uh messed around a little bit because it was still kind of dealing with the effects of the Um, the Porygon episode, because originally I think it was supposed to air like in Japan, like on like the 23rd. Yes. And it kind of got, you know,
0: it got pushed with, with the backlash of the cyber soldier Porygon episode. They skipped this episode and not only did they skip it because of the controversy, but they skipped it. Because of the backlash of the actual Jinx character. So this episode features the old version of Jinx. Um, Jinx with a black face. Um, Jinx has now since then been rewritten and transformed into a purple Jinx. So Jinx is now purple and not black um, because of the whole blackface um, controversy. That people were kind of all up in arms about, which, you know, back in the day when I was watching Pokemon and I saw Jinx and I saw the black Jinx because I grew up on the black Jinx, everybody, and I didn't think anything of it. And my parents didn't think anything of it. And um, you did you have any Type of like reference to anything, or or did when you saw Jinx, were you like, oh man, oh man, that that's not good? Like,
1: did that kind of strike you at all, Doug? Well, no, and and my um my thought process is a little little fresh because I as I was talking to you before we got started, I had just kind of assumed that I had caught this on a re-air or something. But like, as soon as the episode started, I was like, "I've never seen this." I mean, obviously, I knew about the controversy, you know. And I've seen, I've seen more purple jinx than I have, uh, you know, black jinx. Just because I think that's how she was presented in the game, or they were presented in the game.
0: Yeah, they they did end up changing her in the game. Um, in the original, red, blue, and I believe—don't quote me—but I believe. She was still black in the yellow version, if I'm not mistaken.
1: You might be right, but I don't know where to go to check that <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> so I, yeah, I, I mean so I just i obviously i'm I'm aware that blackface isn't good, you know, like but I also Dance don't and, think
0: that that was their intention either when they created this pokemon
1: no no I mean. I wouldn't, I sure would hope not. You know, I can't imagine the executives at the Pokemon company going, oh, let's let's shock the people. Yeah,
0: and I mean, they did, they do reference Jinx as the human-based Pokemon when um, Dexter is, is, is used in this episode. But again, I don't, I really don't think that that's what they were aiming at. I just think, I think they tried to use the whole black in the face to kind of like maybe like the hair is kind of like shading the face and maybe um just hiding the real features of Jinx. I mean, I I, I don't know. And people are probably in their car laughing at me saying that. I'm, but um it's no secret, like I'm a black male. So and I I did not get offended in watching this episode, nor have I, am like still today, am I offended in the black jinx? I just don't see it, and I don't, I can't find it in my heart to really think that that was their intentions when they created this Pokemon. Doug?
1: No, I mean, and is it because you realize it's a cartoon? Well, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, n- not only is it a cartoon. I mean, I know people put bad taste in cartoons, and I mean we've we've seen we've seen it a lot. I mean, <clears throat> I'm I'm even one of those uh, where the whole like like Donald Duck and the whole Nazi thing, and like people put bad taste and stuff in cartoons back then, but like this was made. In the late 90s, early millennium, and it was thrown out there. The episode still ended up airing. I mean, they, they ended up making an English translation to this cartoon. I just, I don't know. I don't know what ended up sparking the outburst of this Jinx character to turning her from black to purple.
1: Well I mean, it's, I, it's it's the black face with the big round white eyes and you know I I believe her lips are you know like a like a bright red and it goes back to like age stuff where like Bugs Bunny was messing around with you know, Native Americans and caricatures of literal Africans in the jungle and stuff, and and people are like, oh, you know, Pokemon's... That's what they're leaning on. And I don't... You know, and obviously I don't have much of a leg to stand on being a white male. Um... But I didn't get that impression. Yeah. You know, and and then, you know, in, in subsequent re-airings, you know, they edit it to to have the purple look. And... S- you know, I think that's what, unless you do a Google search, I think that's what you kind of picture in your head now.
0: Is the purple
1: look. Right.
0: So, yeah, and and I get it. Like, I'm looking up, I just I just put in Google right now, like, blackface, just to kind of compare. And I, 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 I see it. I, I get it. It's just, I just don't think that that was their intentions. But... Here we are, we're about to review this episode
1: and it kind of it's kind of a nothing episode. really. It, it very much is. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a holiday episode, which is great. But nothing happens. And like, you could skip the episode, which you know, obviously for however many years we did skip it. And, you know, it's kind of it, it kind of goes the same boat as the other band episodes, you know. Other, I think there is like a reference made to something that happened to be that we didn't see, or you know, something was said about Ashes Toros that he caught in the Safari Zone, which you didn't see unless you saw, you know. But other than a, a, a spare reference here or there, you're not really missing much. No, you're not. So. Are you ready? Uh, oh, actually
0: <laughs> we haven't even done our dates yet, Doug. We're, we're 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 sitting here talking. I'm about to start the episode. Um again, this episode ended up airing December 11th. And I I'm going first this week and um I'm uh, it, th- this is kind of out of my realm but uh, that I normally cover, but um on this date in 2015 um, the adult magazine Playboy actually published their last nude issue featuring Pamela Anderson on the cover, and they have now turned into basically a newsworthy magazine. And I think it's only digital. Well, it might it might still you might still be able to get the magazine, but I I believe they they're heavily on the digital side now and. Do they
1: still have nudity in Playboy, Doug? Do you know? No, I think I think they shifted into more of like a maximum approach. Gotcha. So it's like lingerie and bikinis. because um, because yeah, you
0: know, growing up, I mean, it used to be a big thing for being in Playboy. Like they they had a new model every single month, and it was a big deal to be the Playboy of the month.
1: I, I couldn't speak to that. I just read it for the article.
0: <laughs> I, the, I, I, the ones that I saw were back when WWE used to have a, a month where they would get one of their divas to pose nude inside of the magazine. And those were the ones that I, I used to see back when, back when I was younger.
1: So be honest with me. What's that? Because um, you brought up kind of WWE's um, former partnership with the magazine and stuff. So with all the, because we got a we got a handful, you know, in, in our time, you know, we had a couple that were before our time, but we got a couple uh, after the fact, you know, Christy Hamming, Tori Wilson, uh, Tori and Sable did a did a combo, um, and then obviously before we well I, before I started watching Sable and and China had done it, yes. Um, are you still a little upset that we never got Stacy Giebler? Oh, dude, like ten times. I
0: yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I am so mad because it was her turn. She was the (laughs) and she had agreed to do it. And finally, I'm finally eighteen years old, and they (laughs) cut (laughs) it.
1: He was gonna buy it with his own (laughs) hard earned money. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no joke i had just it was i had just turned 18 years old and it was the time for stacy key they were building it up all year she was vince mcmahon's assistant and you you know you know that whole storyline because they did it every single year um the the diva becomes the assistant um to vince mcmahon and then gets the whole playboy deal and then or she has a a boyfriend um, that um, that doesn't want her to do the the spread or whatever, and man, it was her turn, and we never got it. And she's never she's come it. out and said that it that yeah, she had agreed to do it, but then they ended up cutting ties with Playboy, and I'm like, man, because they were they were doing the whole. Get the get the F movement and moving to more of a PG esque um, TV show, so they had to cut ties with anything adult referenced. And man, I was
1: mad. Which is the worst thing to say, really? I mean, if <laughs> it, you know, maybe have it come out, you know, beyond. Me, but she basically said, "Yeah, I, w- I would have been willing to do it." Like. Don't admit that, especially yeah. like somebody like you, who's, who's a big fan. Oh, dude, don't, she it, don't admit favorite. that.
0: See, <laughs> <laughs> she, she was gonna do it, but yeah, we 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 never did get a good old Stacy Keebler in the Playboy, and we we never will ever again. She's a she's a big mother, long gone from the wrestling community, nowhere near any type of. Needing any nudity or anything She's a mother of two I believe Two or three I
1: think she has two But yeah no, Just because she's a mother doesn't mean she can't get naked <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that
0: goes against The stuff that she, she promotes now I
1: think Well I'm she, sure it does But I'm just saying <laughs> if, if that was the rule That you couldn't be a mother and get naked The porn industry would be like five women Yeah for real <laughs> So,
0: all right. But yeah, that was mine that happened. And I believe you said yours happened in 2018,
1: Doug. Right. So speaking of the porn industry. Oh, geez. And (laughs) and I didn't, I specifically didn't explain to you what I was going to talk about because you would have thrown a fit and I would have had to scramble. So... (laughs) On Uh-oh. December, oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, no, no. My, my, audible people, my controversial pick is um. My controversial pick is, kind a uh, Tuesday episode. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> A controversial well, pick is, is for the follow is for the day for the date of the episode we're going to do after this one.
0: Oh, well, son of a, so I got to wait. God damn
1: it. <laughs> I do. I do have a date for the 11th. <laughs> All and right. Actually, so I should have I should have gone way first. Oh, OK. Um, because on December 11th, 1934. <clears throat> the national league um in major league baseball votes to permit night games um starting in the season. oh okay that's
0: good stuff i mean and obviously it's still going still to today because i mean mo- most games that we that we watch these days are during the night time
1: uh for the most part i mean they'll you know like chicago will have you know a handful of um day games just because <clears throat> you know um specifically like Wrigley Field is like still in a neighborhood and you know you'll you'll get you'll get more day games than not you know like you'll get a handful of like sunday afternoon games and stuff but yeah the majority of your your high-profile games will be at, like, 7, 8, nine o'clock at night. Um, so it was – so the first – and, you know, speaking of Chicago, you know, that's relevant because they didn't get their first night game until 1988 because they didn't have lights at Wrigley Field. Um, Which you yes, would think but, would
0: be a big thing for a baseball
1: field. Well, yeah, but you also got to remember Wrigley Field was like, you know, built in the 1900s. You know, true. And they're going, oh, they're never gonna, they're a, they're never gonna play night games. Um, and I'm not gonna go into when the first night game was because, for all I know, that could be given away a date. So I'm gonna keep that under my hat. Okay. And uh, by all means, uh, make sure you tune in on Tuesday to to hear the date that wrestling Chris G. probably won't want me talking about. <laughs> well, to be honest, um, I'm not sure if these the these two episodes that we're doing are going to line up. Well, so. no, but I'm not. I'm just saying, just in general, just make sure you tune in on a Tuesday because you never know when that's going to pop up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> God, I gotta wait now. So you're ready to get I on? So, into this i was so mad. I, I load that up, and I was like, wait. And then I had a panic attack, and then I was like, no, okay, <laughs> good. I'm still good. <laughs> so, <clears throat> all right.
0: So this week's episode was translated in English. Um, it is not on Pokemon com we're actually watching this On a different Website um I don't want to give it away on The on the fear that It might get shut down um, Depending on what ears ends up Hearing this episode but Um
1: you, exactly I think That's smart <laughs> not, not that this is like extremely like Oh my god Black market stuff but But yeah you know copyright strikes Are right. a, a bitch <laughs> So all
0: right um, but I I do want to say out there that um, even though I'm watching this on a different website, I do own the legitimate copy of this episode. I just did not want to hook up the DVD because my laptop doesn't have a DVD um, thing on it. So I did not want to hook up the external DVD player to play this episode. So I'm using the good old interweb today. Lazy. I know. All right, so this week's episode starts off by looking at a very huge castle on the top of a cliff, which I think is kind of just
1: stupid. Looks like the opening to um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of dumb. Because what suppose- happens if that, if that cliff gives away? Right, exactly. That castle's gone, and whoever's in that castle probably isn't doing too hot either. For real.
0: So we see Jesse laying in, in the bed, nice, nice and sleeping. And she's all snug. And then all of a sudden we see a window open. And then we see a step foot down. And then all of a sudden we see a big old net go right across. And it captures someone. And Meowth jumps up and goes, we caught him. And, <laughs> and Jesse pops up with a fist that goes, Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. <laughs> Probably the line of the night in this episode, because she was so happy. And,
1: and then I was going to say, and then the uh, title, <clears throat> pardon me, the title uh, screen pops up, and it's not actually actually the voiceover it's actually jesse yeah jesse actually goes holiday hijinks
0: and we come back and jesse and me out there just parading and dancing on this i'm
1: gonna guess this is a full-size bed
0: and they're just
1: dancing oh no fam fam that's a twin bed if i've ever seen a twin bed that's not a twin bed. That's a that's, that's, a, twin that's bed. a that's, that's a, a full size. That's a twin bed. If I've ever seen a twin bed, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I beg to
0: differ, but we 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 will see. We'll see. We'll, uh, tweet us and tell us at Pokey Breakdown if you think that's a full size or a twin size.
1: Look, it, it, unless the <laughs> Christmas tree in the shot is cutting off half the bed, that's a twins. That's a twin bed. Okay. So, but, um,
0: but we, um, Jesse's like, haha! now we get to keep all the presents. And we t- finally turned the camera around, and they're talking about catching Santa Claus, but inside of the net, it's good old Jesse. I mean, not Jesse, it's good old James.
1: And he says he feels like a guinea pig in a gunny sack. <laughs> you want to go over this next part, Doug? So, <clears throat> so Jesse basically says that this was a test run, and now that, um, now that we know that it works, now that now we will catch Santa Claus. Which, knowing that it was a test run, makes sense as to why Jesse was like doing her her catchphrase in her sleep. She was, like, doing part of the Team Rocket uh, motto. And yes. they're like, that's awkward. And then, you know, find out it's a test run. And, and we find out that Jessie is holding a grudge she orchestrated uh, against us against old Saint Nick. Yes.
0: And why, you might ask, is she holding a grudge over um good old Saint Nick? And this is weird because they're intertwining the real, like, world and into pokemon in this episode which is kind of weird but um Santa Claus is a thing in pokemon and we we get a flashback to Jessie um basically sleeping in her bed or going to sleep um because she she wants she wants to see who Santa Claus really is. So she's she's laying down in her bed pretending to be asleep, and then all of a sudden we hear something come into the room, and it's none other than Jinx. And Jinx comes over and looks at one of her toys and picks up the toy, and instead of leaving any presents underneath the Christmas tree, goes right back up the chimney. And Jesse from there on is like Santa Claus is a jinx, and she's
1: like, and a, <clears throat> and a thief, and a thief. Yeah. And now, obviously, we have the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of the whole episode and whatever. But you know that's traumatizing. That is a, real
0: traumatizing.
1: So can you child. can you
0: can you really blame her going forward? Um, not. Not really believing in Santa Claus and thinking Santa Claus is a Pokemon.
1: I, I mean, no, because she was she literally what uh, witnessed it with her one eye that was open under the blanket. Like, yes, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, obviously, it sounds crazy. So, <clears throat> pardon me, nobody's going to believe her, especially you know, because she doesn't exactly have the best track record as it is. You know,
0: not, not even to the present but... day. Not even that, but her stories always seem a little far fetched when she's going over her either her poor life or her rich life. Like she can't make up. <laughs> I want to know what happened to Jesse to where she can't remember <laughs> what happened to her as a as a child.
1: Yeah, were, were you were you poor and eating the snow, or were you were you rich, rich and just on all the wrong side? Right. <laughs> Because, yeah, this is dramatically different than her. Her um, her living in the shack eating snow last week. Yeah. Well, no, that that's next
0: week. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, she's she's going to tell a whole different story next week, which is what kind of which kind of like leads us into um, her running joke of not getting her story straight. So two straight weeks of of Christmas <clears throat> stories, but um, but then we flash back um, into present day, and Meowth and James are like, "Jinx is uh, is Santa
1: Claus." <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll always pop when somebody says Santa Claus like that. I will always like it's so, but that always gets me. But yeah, so James. And it's 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 worth noting, obviously, that James is still in the net, and he's sitting there going, "Santa Claus never stole any of my presents." <laughs> and and Meow says, "Yeah, that's screwy." And then Jesse basically flies off the handle, calls me out the fur ball, says she saw what she saw, and she knows what she saw. And you know, obviously, <clears throat> pardon me, Meowth and old James have no backbone, so they immediately back down. Yes.
0: And then we go straight from that to finding out this episode is not playing any games and just kind of completely fast forward. And we're now in the daytime. It was nighttime and Ash, Ash, Misty Brock and Pikachu are on a sandy beach and they're using their binoculars because they see a Pokemon in the distance. And the Pokemon is holding a boot and we get good old Dexter to tell us that it's Jinx. It's um and this Jinx is considered as a human based Pokemon in this episode, and um that it has a
1: a kiss which puts your Pokemon to sleep. Doug? Yeah, that, that um that's kind of her special attack and you're going to see that move. Um, fairly soon. Be, well, yeah, being attempted, uh, like you said, fairly soon and, and quite often throughout the remaining, um, you know, couple of well, couple, the remaining minutes of this episode. It's going to come up quite often. Yes. And <clears throat> Ash immediately goes into a trainer mode and says, well, I've got to catch it.
0: And he sends Pikachu in to thundershock this Jinx. And remember, everybody, so this episode is taking place in the past. So Pikachu is not as strong as um, he is um, in the episodes that we're currently covering um, as of last week. So Pikachu Pikachu goes in and does thundershock on Jinx and... Yes, it does startle Jinx, but it doesn't knock Jinx on its ass. And Jinx basically gets mad, and Pikachu gets at, actually gets out of breath from using just that one Thunder Shock. And Jinx picks up Pikachu and tries to kiss it, and Pikachu's dodging it it's like Pika Pika Pika, and just like moving his head around. And then Jinx finally is able to lay that one good kiss in on Pikachu, then putting Pikachu to sleep.
1: So, Ash has to scramble, and he throws out Charmander, uh, because remember, he still has Charmander at this point. Yes. Um, Because, you know, what is a timeline anymore?
0: Um,
1: (laughs) And... Pardon me, I completely lost. So, Charmander comes out, and Ash has a flamethrower, and... Jinx gets legitimately fried. Like the the top of its hair turns orange, and Jinx gets knocked loopy, and still holding Pikachu. I should add. Yes. And Ash throws a. Uh, (laughs) You. And Ash throws a pokeball, and then Jinx brings up like some kind of psychic energy and this boot that. Jinx has been holding this whole time and floats in front of the Pokeball and deflects the Pokeball from making contact with Jinx. Yes.
0: And, it's, and then we come to find out, and Ash is like, wait a minute, that didn't work? And Misty jumps in and is like, wait a minute, don't waste another Pokeball. I think this um, Jinx might have a trainer because it's holding a boot. Why don't we go over to Jinx to find out um, if it has a trainer or not? And they walk over to Jinx. And Jinx, even though it's just been electrocuted and fried, it still has a warm heart and is willing on talking to the trio and shows Misty the boot. And Misty looks inside the boot and it says Santa Claus. And Misty's like, no way! And she's like, I can't believe this, but I think this Jinx does have a trainer, and I think its trainer is none other than Santa Claus,
1: Doug. Uh, and we, we get a good reaction from Brock. Brock goes, Santa Claus. <laughs> and then, yeah, we look in the boot, and there's a little badge with Santa Claus's face on it in the in the kind of the shape of a snowflake, and yes. And you know we're all kind <clears> of <throat> we're all kind of stunned, and then Charmander's dragging Pikachu over, and ad- and then Brock goes immediately into um, uh, explanation mode. Yes, saying that maybe this Jinx got separated from Santa Claus, and and
0: yeah, he, he he's like maybe, maybe Jinx. Um, got separated from his trainer, and that trainer is Santa Claus. And G- Jinx is like, "That's it!" and tries to <laughs> tries to grab Brock. And I think this is the one and only time Brock is trying to not get kissed by a woman, even though this woman is a Pokemon. And Brock is like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't kiss me! Don't kiss me! Don't kiss me!" And then they they agree on helping Jinx. Oh, actually, actually a. They they don't agree yet. Jinx goes into s- some type of glowing psychic mode and takes its hair and places it on top of everybody's Everybody. head, including Charmander and Pikachu, even though Pikachu's sleeping. So Pikachu's going to be dreaming this.
1: I, I and, have to say I didn't care for this. Not so oh. much what happened here. I liked what happened here, but I didn't like that Brock had the wherewithal to go. Jinx is projecting her memory into our heads. It's like you're in the process of being like taken over. You shouldn't have the wherewithal to spit out a whole sentence. I know, for real. But,
0: kids show, you gotta explain to us dumb kids oh, from when we bullshit. were little. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't know what Jinx was doing. For all I knew, Jinx was about to murder these
1: three. <laughs> I mean, I did ha- I did have a moment of, I didn't think Jinx could evolve, and then I was like, oh, right. <laughs> So see, see, so Brock saying
0: that explained a lot. (laughs) It was dumb. (laughs) So um, when Jinx is projecting its memory onto the trio, we find out the story of Jinx getting separated. So basically Jinx was polishing Santa's boot um, far out um, at the edge of At the edge of an iceberg, it looks like, and the iceberg got warm, a little too warm, and it cracked, and it split, and Jinx ended up just floating away. Which I have a problem with that, like knowing what I know about Jinx today, because Jinx is not only a psychic Pokemon, but it's an ice type too. Right. So why couldn't Jinx just create more ice and walk back? Because it's a kid's nope.
1: show. We needed something to do for twenty minutes.
0: I can't. <laughs> I mean, unless back then, I mean, I might be putting too much thought into this, but you are I am. And um maybe back then, because Pokemon that, that's here today, back when we originally had Pokemon like in red and blue and yellow version, each Pokemon had one type. Mm-hmm. You're either a flying type a uh, fire type, a leaf type. It de- it didn't matter. You had one type, but today a Pokemon can have two types, and under certain circumstances, could have three types. So, I mean, we have Electabuzz, and the evolved form of an Electabuzz that can use fire attacks these days. Oh, so for I mean, anything? Sakes. Yeah,
1: I mean, anything's fucking possible now. I mean, well, you could make an argument that anything should be possible anyway. It's it's a freaking kids' fantasy cartoon. <laughs> so um, we come back
0: from Jinx um, showing what happened. What happened to her? Um, and th- this is when the trio decides <clears throat> that they're going to help Jinx because Jinx is crying and has no way of getting back to Santa Claus.
1: And I mean, to be fair, Santa Claus has no right boot. Nope, he so, does not. I mean. He, he,
0: Even though he makes presents for everybody, he can't make a boot. That's a a
1: one-of-a-kind. That's his boot, man. He can't be making his own boots.
0: (laughs) But um, I do want to add right before um, I have you take over this next part, Doug, that um, once they agree to um, help Jinx, Jinx tries to do the same thing that she did to Brock and tries to give Ash the good old kissy kiss. And Ash is like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't kiss me. Don't kiss me. No, 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 no. Stop it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, If you want to thank me, don't kiss me.
1: (laughs) All right. So go ahead and take on this next part with Team Rocket, bro. Yeah. So we get Team Rockets, um, you know, they're standing on top of the cliff with their binoculars. And Chessie has a good point.
0: She says that um, Jinx is not going to get away from her now. And we go straight from that to um, the trio and Jinx have made a makeshift raft and Brock and Ash are pushing the raft so they can start floating away to start floating back up to the North Pole. And, then and they're going to the a,
1: North Pole and look at what Misty's wearing. And, well, it's whatever. Um, and then Ash has like a, a good point and he goes... Misty, who is the only one standing on the, uh, on the raft at this point, so whatever that's worth to you, um, says, "Hey, don't you have like a bag full of water type pokemon what are, what are you what are, what are they doing here <laughs> <laughs> And she throws them
0: out so that they could tie these pokemon to the raft and so that they can carry
1: them. Down in this water, and everybody, everybody's doing their part except old Psyduck who instead of getting punched off the raft, like he would be in previous episodes, Misty says, "Oh, you could just you know piggyback off the other's hard work."
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Right. I think this is the one and only time Misty's actually nice to Psyduck, and maybe it's because they're about to go see Santa Claus, so she doesn't want to be seen punching a Pokemon because Jinx, all Jinx has to do is put her hair up to Santa's face in, and say, she's mean to Pokemon.
1: You know, that's a fair
0: point. <laughs> so, all right,
1: Doug, you want to continue? Yeah, so... Um, the uh, our heroes are on the raft, and Team Rocket is back in the uh, Gyarados submarine, and you know they're pedaling and our heroes are drifting because the the Pokemon are exhausted, and they they shift into like overdrive for a few feet, and we see like. Star me and star you are like running on empty, and squirrel's on his back. Ash, <laughs> Ash then skips down to his skivvies and dives in, and you know, never mind the fact that you know Brock could probably help as well. But yeah, but- where the hell is Brock? But. Ash is basically
0: pulling this thing. He, he ties the raft around his ra- waist and he goes for maybe about like two or three minutes, I'm guessing. And he starts getting cold and he starts getting tired. And then all of a sudden we hear a voice um, like in the water. And what, what, what did that voice say? Doug?
1: He said, you're going in the right direction, but you've got a long way to go. Gotcha. Uh,
0: and Ash looks back and he's like, did you guys say something? And Missy's like, no, we didn't say anything. You want to keep going? And Ash continues. Mm-hmm. And Ash ends up dropping to the bottom of the water from exhaustion.
1: And, well, then- and, and a big old friggin' wave comes by and knocks everybody for six as well.
0: Yes. And from there, Ash goes down in the water and then he hears a voice again. And the he's looking in the water and instead of panicking, sees this creature coming towards him. And then we go into commercial mode. But before we go into commercial mode, I want to point out that anyone who knows Pokemon um, saw that the formation right before... We went to Who's That Pokemon <laughs> is a Lapras. It's in the form of a Lapras.
1: And we've seen a Lapras because Lapras is in the opening song. Yes. So we go
0: to um, the Who's That Pokemon this week, and it's none other than Pidgey. Odo. Pidgey, Oh, sorry. Pidgey Odo.
1: And why is it Pidgey Odo, Doug? Because maybe they realized Pidgey Odo hadn't been in yet. somehow so alright so yeah we
0: we got Pidgeotto and we come back and we see um, this being finally appear and it's a Lapras and we find out that Lapras is using telekinesis and talking to Ash
1: inside of his head Doug is it corny that every time Lapras talks it has to glow it, a little bit. I think it's corny. Um, so we get the we get the standard, are you talking to me through your mind? And Lapras basically looks at him dead in the eye and says, yes. Like, <laughs> and then Ash realizes he's been underwater for like probably a couple minutes at this point and starts to freaking panic. Yeah. Because cause he doesn't have one of those breathing gimmicks he had when they were doing the the water show back at the Cerulean Gym. For real. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if that would work anyway, 'cause I cause that was that was like, you know. Yeah, he was uh, he was knocked pretty far down in the water. And this is like legitimate, like probably some type of salt water as well, because like this is like fresh water. Yes. So um Ash
0: is like, Who are you? And he pulls out Dexter, finds out that it's a Lapras, And this is the first time that Ash has encountered Lapras and Lapras is doing laps around Jinx, Brock and Misty and Pikachu
1: on their raft. And, um, so we find out that Lapras is kind of a pacifist, um, says it prefers to, uh, carry humans on its back rather than engage in battle, um, Yes. Which would stand to reason why Lapras was the shape that you took whenever you went into water in the video games even though most of the time you didn't have a Lapras at that point. Um, unless, I, until you, I unless always you did. thought that was weird. Did you not think that that was weird back in the day? Well, I did until I finally got one and then I was like, yeah, but they couldn't have known that I was eventually going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know why the default, at least until you got maybe later on in the game. Maybe the default should have been like a Squirtle, but then you're realizing a full grown uh, adult. Well, a full grown. They should have just made it a blob, right? And you could have just avoided this whole conversation. Yes, just just a blue blob. in But the game. my counter to to the argument that I suppose I started. Um, is you one of the first things you see when you boot up the game and get into like the title screen? Don't you see a Lapras like underwater? Um, you might, you might. I,
0: I, I it's been a while since I, yeah, played right. That, but um, you might not be wrong. I know you see Gengar and I believe it's Onyx um, battling each other, but I'm not sure. Oh, actually, yeah, La- I think Lapras was in the, no, because I think that was surfing Pikachu in the yellow version.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, so I don't know. but Yeah, I I'm mean, not sure. Lapras is in the title screen, which, is, which was our initial point.
0: Yes. And we find out that Lapras um, has been watching um, the trio with Jinx for quite a while, and Ash gets kind of pissed off. And he's like, Well, why why are you just now choosing to help us? Which is and- a fair point. <laughs> and the whole thing could have been over by now. And freaking um, um Lapras Lapras basically looks looks at him and goes, I had to make sure that your heart was in the right place. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, they're they're sitting there helping Jinx, but maybe but maybe um in in Lapras's defense. They wanted to make sure or Lapras wanted to make sure that not just anyone is going up to the North Pole to see Santa Claus and that's going to sabotage anything.
1: Well, because then I guess the, the counter to that would be, well then Team Rocket could just catch a ride and then, you know. Yep. <clears> throat> but throat> um but yeah, you have to be pure of heart and you know, never mind the fact that you're talking to Ash who I mean, I guess he didn't. I mean, I was going to say he literally died for his love of Pokemon, but technically, none of that ever happened. So, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: we 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 don't talk about that. And <laughs> <laughs> so, in this ep- in in this episode, uh, we continue. Uh, Misty's looking around. She's like, "What was that?" And Brock has to. Um, then tell Misty um, Lapras is using telekinesis to um, speak to them um, inside of their heads and Lapras um, then agrees to take um, the trio and Jinx to the North Pole to go see Santa Claus but does warn them that it's about to get really, really cold where they're
1: going. So, you know, we should make the argument that, and there goes Jinx trying to kiss, uh, kiss Brock again. Um, we should make the argument that you know Misty should dress warmer, but <clears throat> then you remember that she didn't have a change of clothes when they were trudging up that mountain. No, she did. So, so, so heck right. that, I suppose.
0: <laughs> so we go back to. Um, Jesse and James and Meowth and they're inside the Gyarados and they're following um, the raft um, on their way up to the North Pole and then we go back and it's now raining and it's and Jinx is shielding Misty and Pikachu with, um, with her hair Ash is enjoying the rain on his body on the back of
1: Lapras and Good old Brock is over there fishing. Yes, Brock must have acquired a, um, a fishing rod a couple levels back, so he's just um, he's off the old side of the raft. He's going to catch about 17 Magic Carps, and maybe if he's lucky, a Gyarados. <coughs> <I guess. laughs>
0: so, but it's it's not, not too much further down, down the water path that we jump straight from that to Jinx Um, taking her hair and wrapping it around our trio to keep them warm because they are now close to the North Pole and it is dead cold over there and they are not
1: dressed for this weather. And freaking Jinx is just sitting there with a cup of cocoa or or coffee something. She's got a cup of something. (laughs) Just ready. And they're they're
0: pulling up to the North Pole and the North Pole doesn't even look like the North Pole. It looks like a big island full of just ice crystals.
1: Yeah, I mean. I mean, if we're mentioning Santa Claus, are we are we not allowed to get the stereotypical like wood cottage covered in snow chimney with smoke coming out of it? Maybe some snowman out front. Like, no, this is like some ice palace, like some out of some Zelda game or something. Yeah, for real. So, and um, their path is impeded by the Gyarados submarine coming above the water, and Team Rocket comes out and they're trying to do the motto, but they're cold as well. Yeah, they can't do it. I felt bad
0: for them. But ah. not. Well, I mean, because Jesse, the, the whole thing is Jesse's pissed off because she believes Jinx is Santa Claus and she thinks Jinx is a thief. So she has a legitimate reason to be kind of pissed off right now
1: in her head. Well, I don't, I don't really care. I don't have sympathy for him being cold. They knew what they were getting into. That's true.
0: But, um, but yeah, they, they were nice and warm. I I would have to guess that they were nice and warm inside of Gyarados until they, they got out, but they're trying to do their model and they're so cold that they can't even do it.
1: And, um, freaking Meowth literally turns tail and goes back in the submarine and ducks under a table and says, now is about as good a time as any to go undercover. Yeah, which which is a funny line by the way. And um <clears throat> But so, yeah, so then we get back and we're and we're in the middle of Team Rockets um Teeth Chattering Exposition. And, and Jesse, I don't know, I don't Jesse, know why Oh, sorry. No, go ahead.
0: Oh no, I was about to say Jesse finally throws out the line that uh um, that she's here for Santa Claus and she's finally going to get Santa Claus and everyone's looking around like, "Um, what do you you mean, Santa Claus? Where's Santa Claus? And and she's like, that's him right there. And everyone looks over at Jinx and I would have bust
1: out and started laughing at this point. Well, I... I don't know, I mean, because you gotta I, why couldn't Santa Claus be a jinx i I don't know i
0: mean the can, if if jinx can't even um if, if jinx can't even get itself back over to the North Pole, how can it fly around the world well telekinesis i well, then it can use telekinesis and go back to its home and wouldn't need frickin' um, the trio to be on this raft. But that's neither here nor there, I guess. But, well, um you're not wrong. But,
1: but all right, so Doug, you, you, you were saying? So yeah. Um, so everybody's kind of laughing at Jesse for thinking the jinx, uh, the Santa Claus is a jinx. And, you know, Jesse's like, you know, don't laugh at me. I know what I saw. And uh, James gives Meowth the signal. And Meowth unleashes a rocket that goes shooting up. And then is coming down. And everybody on the raft is panicking except for Jinx. And as everybody's watching the rocket come down, Team Rocket somehow scoops, o- swoops over, makes jinx Perhaps up, jinx. <laughs> and the rocket turns out to have a net in it, and it's captured everybody, and the submarine goes back underwater, and then we go into the Shining Ice Palace. Yes.
0: And in the shiny um, palace, the or Team Rocket is looking in and they see numerous jinx. So you you everybody knows the story of Santa Claus and Santa Claus has a bunch of elves that are making all the toys. But instead of elves, it's literally a shop just full of jinx. And I am now putting, and now now that I'm reviewing this episode, I am putting two and two together as to why people are kind of up in arms on this episode. I get it. Well. I get it. Do you not get
1: it? No, I get it. But. You don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of Black Elves
0: no you don't and it i mean it's such a touchy subject i'm not even going to go into it but i mean looking at this freeze frame of where i'm at right now i i get it um it's just a bunch of jinx Hi. i mean that that's kind of digging but i mean i it, if that's that that has to be the reason that They didn't like this episode Outside of the whole blackface
1: I mean you're not wrong I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong For interpreting it that way
0: I mean like I said I'm I'm one where I'm kind of at a loss Outside of the whole blackface thing But I'm trying to justify what people are talking about and why they're so angry about it but i mean i can see it like in this scene i can see it there's a bunch of jinx inside making a whole bunch of toys and jesse has her face pressed up against the glass and she's like there's a lot of santa clauses in there (laughs) that got me that got me i'm not gonna lie to you And James is like, this is going to be the best Christmas ever. So they're they're getting ready to go in there and just wreak havoc on the entire
1: um, Santa operation. Doug? And then Jesse gets a look at the actual Santa Claus and says, "If if that is actually Santa Claus, then why did that jinx steal my doll? And she's like having a bit of a crisis. Yeah, she's at a loss of words. She, she's
0: like, if, if, why, why did Jinx steal my toy if that's Santa? And you see, and I wanna, I wanna throw in there Santa Claus is not wearing, he, he has a sock on and then he has his other boot on. Like right. this man is walking around with one boot and one sock. Instead of just taking both boots off and just wearing socks inside of the, um, inside
1: of his workshop, like what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> if you get a hole in one shoe, you throw the whole pair. You throw the pair out. You don't just throw the one out and start wearing the right side of a different pair of shoes.
0: But he, he Santa Claus sits there and he's like, man, I I hope that Lapras finds. Uh, finds my other boot and the jinx um, so I can get this boot back on my foot. And he scratches his foot and Jesse plops in and she's like, are you looking for this? And she's holding up the boot and Santa's like, he's like, oh, that's my boot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it so much.
1: (laughs) And then we find out that apropos of nothing, um, the our heroes have gotten out of the net, and they they basically walked right in the front door. and Says, "Look out! They're gonna those <clears throat> those three belong on your naughty list." And Santa Claus is rightfully annoyed and surprised. He's like, "What what is with all these people just walking into my workshop? This is we got to get better security around here."
0: For real. And I'm sure after this episode, he did. <laughs> he, he, he moved shop. Um, he moved shop. <laughs> so um, Team Rocket then jumps on Santa and wraps him in, in a rope and all the jinx that are around there. What good are these jinx? These are psychic jinx. So right. we're, we're not even thinking they're ice Pokemon. Why the hell aren't these jinx attacking Team Rocket?
1: They're they're domesticated. They don't fight. I, I guess.
0: I, I, I want to know where. I want to know where Santa got all these jinx at that he captured.
1: He 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 went to the Safari Zone during the off season. <laughs> In all, in all this, there are Jinx and Dragonite. Yes, because, you see, <laughs> Snow was on the ground, so all it was was Jinx and yeah, Dragonite was in the water. Yes. Well, uh, no, uh is. Yes, that too. And, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: that's what it was. So uh, Meowth um, howls out that they're about to go and steal all the presents and keep them for themselves, and then we go straight from that to the outside where Santa Claus and our trio are all tied up in ropes, which I don't understand if Ash can beat, um, team rocket any other time, um, how they were able to tie everybody up, but I guess they did. And there's a bunch of bags and they are now demanding all these jinx into the Gyarados, um, bring in all the presence of every
1: single child around the world. Doug. (coughs) Um, You know, we're getting the whole, you know, you can't do this. You know, you're taking presents from children all over the world. And, um, Jesse says, oh, I'm just making up for the, for the doll that was stolen from me years ago. And Santa Claus says, what do you mean stolen? She goes, oh, like you don't remember. Well, actually she says, oh, ho, 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 like you don't remember. (laughs) So did you like that line? That wasn't, that wasn't horrible. Um, And then, you know, Santa Claus is confused. And he says, that jinx, and, you know, Santa Claus says, what do you think, what do you, what exactly do you think that jinx was doing? And she says, that jinx came down my chimney on Christmas Eve and stole my doll. And then that, the same jinx, I'm assuming, um, that just happens to be the Jinx that we were following this whole episode. And you take telekinesis. And then we get basically um, Jinx's side of the, the issue. Yes. Jinx found Jesse's
0: toy on the floor and Jesse's toy was broken right on the floor. So Jinx's jinx is like oh i completely forgot about that toy and goes into santa's workshop and then comes back out and has jesse's toy and it's nice and fixed so jinx fixed the toy which okay so this whole time years and years and years later so we find out jesse was telling the truth and they never brought this toy back so jinx did
1: steal this damn toy that in, a matter, in a matter of speaking, yeah. I mean, because how many opportunities did she probably have to throw it in Santa's back. bag and give it back? With, you know, Thanks. And you could even put a note, you know, sorry, it lost track of time, whatever. So, yeah, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> so... Um, And and Jesse said it and she she has a line that it's been so she's over 20 so because she says it's been it's been a little over 20 years and you've had 20 years to give back my dolly. But uh, but you didn't. And Santa kind of says, I'm sorry. Um, Jinx um, brought the toy back. Um, they have a lot of um, kids that they end up helping, and it just must have gotten lost in the shuffle. And I apologize that we did not give your toy back, but your toy was broken and now it's
1: fixed. And you know, <laughs> James James is weird because he's sitting back. He's he's Watching leaning against his, he's leaning against the iceberg, and he's got tears in his eyes. He's oh, Jesse is sorry. And then he just, ha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, oh sorry. I, I was I was watching the the clip. Um so Misty ends up um going at this part and she's she's like, so Jesse thought this whole time that Jinx was Santa Claus because Jinx came down the chimney and took her toy and went back up. So she thought this whole time... So she's hated Santa Claus ever since.
1: And, you know, we think, oh, we're going to get the... We're going to get the big, you know, happy ending, and Santa Claus says, oh, now that you know the truth, you can untie me. She goes, well, I'm not that grateful. And then the submarine starts to disappear and Jesse has a parting line of saying if you you want something so bad why don't you just ask Santa Claus for it
0: (laughs) and it's at this point that we finally have the Jinx use their power so all the Jinx are all all together and they're looking at the submarine and oh no the Jinx no, it's not the Jinx. It's freaking Lapras. La- Lapras ends up using its power to bring all the toys back over so it's not freaking... Uh, so they're not broken. And then ends up getting rid of Team
1: Rocket. So, it's a pacifist for the most part, except when Christmas is on the line because then Lapras pops up and says Christmas is for everybody. Fre- freezes the submarine. Basically turns Team Rocket into... Human popsicles.
0: Yes. So Lapras uses Ice Beam, freezes up the Gyarados. Um, Ash, somehow, while he's tied up, gets out Charmander and tells Charmander to burn the ropes.
1: Without burning them somehow.
0: Yeah. And um, burns the rope off so everyone is nice and free
1: now. And... (laughs) Melts the freaking... Ice on the oh, submarine freaking Meowth and James are burning um Jesse throws out Weezing which I thought was weird um yeah, yeah cause what the hell is Weezing going to do right well it's not even well that it's, that's not her Pokemon
0: <laughs> she stole she stole it from James
1: just like she stole all those presents fell out of his pocket when he jumped up burning um before and, Charmander gets sludge. Yeah,
0: right in the face and Charmander can't even see. Like This this is adding, adding points to why Char, Charizard is a dick these days.
1: Yeah. And then and, the uh, submarine does disappear.
0: Yes, it goes underwater and they, they start getting away and it's at this point, this is the part where all the jinx come together and get
1: all the presents back. Because there is a a group side wave to bring the submarine out of the water while team rocket is still pedaling, mind you, yes, bring so. the submarine to them, tip the submarine sideways so that all the presents pour out <laughs> I mean for goodness
0: sake. <laughs> Like they couldn't, they couldn't have done this a while ago. But it is funny because as as Jinx is shaking the Gyarados up and down, we get a funny glimpse inside of the submarine where Jesse and James are b- bouncing back and forth, up and down inside of the <laughs> Gyarados. They're, they're just hitting the ceiling, hitting the floor, hitting the ceiling, hitting the floor, <laughs> and then freaking Jinx make once they get all the presents out makes the Gyarados go flying and Team Rocket is blasting off again.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just, and then, I, yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't attack anybody unless Santa Claus tells them to. And then um, we find out that Santa Claus, Santa Claus's sleigh is being driven by a rapid ash. Yes. Um, And then, you know, as Santa Claus is driving away, Ash has this realization that, oh, I forgot to tell Santa Claus what I wanted.
0: They have the the realization that Santa always knows. And Jinx comes
1: up with presents for everybody, and it starts to snow, and everybody's all happy, and we go have a cup of cocoa.
0: Yes, and that—that's the end of this week's episode.
1: Well, there's a little, there's a tag at the end here. We got Team Rocket all in the same bed. <laughs> back back on the castle, all defeated. And uh, James says, "You might as well take that uh, stocking down. Santa Claus isn't going to come back after this stunt, and then." You know, you get one final shot of Jinx at the window, blowing the three of them a kiss, and puts them right out, and then we see Santa Claus pulling his sleigh over the moon. while being driven, I suppose. Yes.
0: And Team Rocket does not get any presents because they were naughty. So, good for them.
1: Well, yeah, pretty
0: much. So but yeah what did what did you think of this week's episode, Doug, on your Doug meter?
1: a two i mean it was it was fine, but I mean, honest to goodness, what really happened? Nothing right. absolutely nothing. I'm
0: gonna give it about a one because literally nothing fucking happened in this episode at all. I mean, we saw jinx and we saw lapras. I'm, I mean, for God's sakes, we're getting ready to get into the Orange League pretty soon, and we're going to be seeing Lapras on almost every damn episode. So, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Like this episode, kind of. I mean, there was some funny parts, which is why I gave it the one. I mean, I, I probably would have given it a zero star this week because we had th- th- there, there was no progression, there was no. Um, gym battles. There was barely any battling at all in this episode. So I mean it, it, it's not checking off any points on mine because in order to get some type of stars, you need battles or you need a storyline progression or like a badge that you're about to get in this episode. Like we we, we had nothing. There was no, literally
1: nothing, nothing. in and this episode. Like I said, it follows the trope of the band episodes because You could honestly skip those episodes and not miss squat. Yes. So
0: that's this week's episode. Um, It is time um, to go and open up a good old pack of Pokemon cards. All right, everybody. I do have it right here. This week I am opening a chilling rain pack. Um, I'm taking a break from the Evolving Skies so because I have a lot of those upstairs, and I've been opening those recently. And I still have a bunch of these, um, Chilling Rain, if I can open this pack properly because <laughs> I don't want to see any, any of the cards. All right. There we go. All right. So, all right. I'm guessing this is a dud pack because I got the black card. But we're about to find out. Put the four cards at the bottom. Um, Doug, I'm going to um, tell you this week what the card is um, because um, it's a steel card. Because I don't think you would have guessed um, that it was a steel energy because it's not something that we grew up with.
1: Oh, yeah. So. No, no no, chance.
0: <laughs> so, all right. So, we have a steel energy a Whirlipede, a trainer card called Crushing Gloves, another trainer card called Honey, a Heracross, a Sobble, an Inky, or an Inkay. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, It's actually a new Pokemon in Pokemon Go. They just released this Pokemon to us about two three weeks ago now and the way to evolve this pokemon just like in the game boy you have to flip your game boy upside down so you have to flip your phone upside down in pokemon go in order to evolve this pokemon which is pretty cool um a squovet a score bunny a surfetch uh, or oh, a Galarian surfetch on um, the go um, the evolved farm of farfetch. And then my rare this week is a Ampharos. So yeah, kind of a dud pack because my reverse hollow is a surfetch, but I will add surfetch to the to the card set because I do not have that card yet. So that is my first surfetch. Oh there so, you go. So I did get a card that I do not have, everybody, and I'm getting tired of getting these damn Amphoroses because I I feel like I have, like, five of these now. But, yeah, that's this week's episode. Um, Do you have anything else that you want to add before
1: we sign out today, Doug? Uh, Not really. Um, Wasn't really in a a Christmas mood before I started. I'm not. (laughs) I'm still not because... We haven't even had Halloween yet. Um,
0: <laughs> Happy Hollow Thanksmas. There you
1: go. Don't hollow don't, don't you be cheaping me out of my Thanksgiving, boy. I said hollow thanksmas. Well I'm just saying, don't you be cheaping me out of my <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> so Alright, but um
0: Alright, so then with that being said, next week is still another uh, it's gonna be. I mean, I, I feel like next week's episode we've already recorded it. Doug is a lot better than this Jinx episode that we went over. So, um, get ready for next week's episode. It's called Snow Way Out. It's where our trio gets lost in a bunch of snow and they have to find their way out. Will they survive? I have nope. no idea. Nope. <laughs> so, end of the um, series. And yeah, we again next week, uh, we're still in the past of where we have Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, um, no evolve forms. i not even sure how many badges Ash has. Um, I might I might be able to do some digging and find that out because that's right after the Porygon episode. So however many badges he had up until that point. Right. But all right, let's go ahead and get on and sign out. Doug, say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you don't miss next week's episode, everybody. I hope you'll like it. (laughs) Have a good night, everyone.